Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, here with my co-host, Donna Lee. Hi, welcome back, everybody. Donna, you know, it's been a really busy time in the office. We have, like, (laughs) all these things going on, and probably the biggest, most exciting event that I... I have ever put on. You want to tell people about it? I don't know. I think you should do the the big announcement of the it's name. It's time you to came make up with it. Make Austin pee again, everyone. <laughs> on November seventh, <laughs> at our South Austin location, we are going to have an extravaganza of mm-hmm. BPH. If you're suffering from symptoms of an enlarged prostate and you want to know about the latest and greatest cutting edge technology, we're going to have pizza, we're going to have beer, and we're going to have education. We're going to have every cutting-edge technology when it comes to BPH represented. You're going to get to talk to me, hear me talk about uh, all of these different technologies. You get to uh, make appointments so that you can get your BPH treated before the end of the year. And uh, we're going to have KLBJ celebrities. We're going to have hats. Make Austin P again. Maybe celebrity, single celebrity. Maybe ones. Maybe one. Maybe I, one. I count as one. You, you are one. I'm half a one. Yeah. I think well, at least two and, two and a half, half people. Sign me up. I haven't peed in two years. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, a, Dr. Goldberg. That was a good lead-in. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, one of the great things about practicing in Austin is uh, how many great doctors we have. Today, I have an awesome guest, Tyler Goldberg with Texas Orthopedics. Thanks a lot for coming, Tyler. My mm-hmm. pleasure. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Dr. Goldberg is... Um, easily one of the most renowned orthopedic surgeons in our town. He's somebody that I get to see operate and absolutely amazed by his um, his poise, his efficiency, as well as his reputation. Uh, I really wanted him to come on and talk to us about total joint replacement, and I wanted to hear about his experience on what makes that experience the best for patients. I'm, uh, I'm somewhat capable of talking about total joint <laughs> replacement, seeing that's all I do every day. <laughs> every single day. <laughs> Six days a week, sure. Wow. So, so tell me about your background. Where did you get educated and uh, maybe a little bit about your practice philosophy. I'm a, I'm a Texan, so grew up in Texas, went to SMU, graduated in Dallas, went to Southwestern, and then uh, went to Tennessee, University of Tennessee for my orthopedic residency, and then did my subspecialty training at the University of Utah in Salt and, Lake City. And Southwestern is generally known as the second best medical school in Texas, right? Because Baylor's number one? I think that might be correct. Yeah. I in some minds. <laughs> some minds. <laughs> and, 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 and how long have you been practicing? Started in 2004 in Austin. 15 years. And always with Texas Orthopedics? Three years in, I transferred to Texas Orthopedics. My third year of practice, I was kind of going through a little bit of a change. I was trying to make a decision if I was going to go back into academics or stay here in Austin. I decided to stay, and that turned out to be pretty good for me because Dell Medical School came, and now I have a little bit of an academic practice and a little bit of a private practice, so I get the best of both worlds. So when I work with you in the operating room, there are people that are coming from all over the country and all over the world to see you, and then you go off all over the country and all over the world. What the hell are you talking about? (laughs) You know, I have been in the right place at the right time. So um, I've been on the front end of some leading technology and leading procedures and different ways of doing procedures, total hips and total knees, and been able to design that. And so when you do that type of work, people want to see, you know, the quote, quote, master do it, the one who, the guy who designed it. And so people come in to see me and then they want to start doing that procedure or that technique. And then I'll go out to go hold their hand and make sure that they have a good experience with it. So it's been fun. It's been, uh, you know, 15 years I've had a visiting surgeon program, pretty much four to six surgeons a quarter come in. Well, do, you, do you ever have a dud and you're just like, this isn't for you? I'm so sorry. <laughs> you're going to have to go into dermatology. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> 
I've uh, I've had to tell some people that they can't uh, they can't do a technique before. Sure, oh, please. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm kidding, dermatologist. Yes. Please, <laughs> please don't use my name as somebody that taught you, if you don't mind. So, so what yeah. I do for a living brings people so much joy. I take funny looking penises and I make them beautiful. And oh. I don't know anyone that's excited about their total knee or their total hip. I feel bad for you. <laughs> oh, they're, when they shoot lower scores on their golf course and go hiking and do all these things, they love me. Yeah, I get nice big bottles of wine at uh, the holidays, and you that's don't get great. Wine yeah, anybody, Doctor Mystery? The hell, and I don't golf or hike. Wow, yeah, yeah. you need to change uh, that. Oh my god, can you please no. do my hips? Yes, yes. <laughs> no, I mean, I would tell you, you know, I'm in a, I'm, I'm in a sweet spot in medicine because total joint arthroplasty is the number two sort of most customer satisfaction thing in all of medicine, really. And it's because a lot of men, because we're talking about men here on our show, really wait a long time to get these things fixed. Maybe you could go into like, what are some common things that you see people go through that uh, have them either rush to surgery or avoid surgery too long? It's very much a matter of personality of the particular patient, I would say, how quickly they proceed through, right? So we only have a certain number of different types of treatments we can offer to somebody non-surgically, right? We can give them pills, we can give them braces, we can give them shots, we can give them therapy, and that's really about it. And then we have to start moving into surgery, right? And some people are kind of in denial and they don't want to have surgery and they'll do anything to avoid the bright lights and cold steel, you know? That's right. right? Mm -hmm. Avoid the operating room. And other people, uh, they have the personality that if it's coming, they'd rather get it done sooner than later and get on down the road and move on with their life. Um, so every everyone is uniquely different. And the only one that can make that decision as far as when it's time to do it is that particular patient. I think a lot of men are afraid that when they have the artificial knee or the artificial hip, that they're going to have a limitation in their activity. What do you think is myth and what do you think is truth? What what limitations do they really end up having? There's two big myths out there. And one is that it's only good for 10 years. Um, we don't really know how long they're good for, to be honest with you. I've had to change knee replacements and hip replacements after being in for just two or three years because they're not something's not working right with it. And sometimes I'll see people that have had 25 and 30 year results on their joints and they come back in, they're saying they're fine, no problem. They just wanted to have it checked out, make sure everything was okay. So honestly, it's a, it's a big experiment as far as how long these things last. In simulators, the last 200 years, which gets all of us where we need to be, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so that's probably the biggest myth is how long will it last? The second biggest myth is what can you do after a total joint? And some of that depends on the surgeon and the, how aggressive or conservative the surgeon is. But I always tell people there's nothing that they can tell me that I won't let them do on their joint replacement. If they want to go run, hike, jump out of an airplane, whatever, we put it in so that they'll use it. And if they break it or screw it up, I'll fix it. No problem. That's a great philosophy because I think that if you go into it really afraid of what you're going to be losing, correct, then mm -hmm. you'd Forget about what you're going to be gaining. Absolutely. There's so much more on the other side, so much life to live once you have these things and you're out of pain and you're not uh, constantly looking for medication and telling your friends and family to go do something because you have to stay behind because you physically can't do it anymore. The whole world opens up to you. Absolutely. And I think that few things make someone feel older than their stated age. 
than this feeling of limiting what your activity is, what, what you're permitted to do. Absolutely. Some people can tolerate the pain of it, the pain they can, they can deal with. They say, oh, it doesn't hurt so much, but they physically can't do something that they used to be able to do and want to do again. Drives them crazy. And it makes them, and I think it really, uh, really contributes to a loss of life enjoyment. You know, the moment that you can't go play golf when you play it all the time or any one of a number of things. Sure, for sure. If you look at all the health and wellness questionnaires that we ask patients to fill out, all of them are much happier with their total body of life after they have a joint replacement. That should be, you know, their life isn't perfect, of course, but that should be the baseline. That's what they should expect. And they that, that overflows into their feeling of wellness, into their activity, into their sexual activity. It's well known that uh, patients get uh, a higher frequency, a higher libido after they have a joint replacement. Well, I think there's going to be lots of improvements. And um, what I really want to talk to you about uh, in, our, in our next segment is I want to talk about how does somebody choose the right surgeon? For sure. And then how do we maximize the outcomes from surgery? How do we prepare better going in? And how do we rehab better getting out to kind of get us the most out of what I think for most people is a life-changing and incredibly like anxiety uh, sure. provoking experience. And a freeing operation, for sure. That's right. That's right. So Donna, you want to tell people how to get a hold of us? Sure. I think the way to pick the best surgeon is just Google Dr. Goldberg. Right? For sure. That's how you pick yes. the best surgeon. I see you're converted very nicely. <laughs> Goodness. Well, you set me up for that one. Um, send us questions if you have any questions for Dr. Mystery or Dr. Goldberg. We can get those questions over to him at armormenshealth at gmail.com. Our website is armormenshealth.com. We have four beautiful locations, one in Round Rock, one in North Austin, one in South Austin, and one cute little location in Dripping Springs. That's um, right. And just as a reminder, Dr. Goldberg is part of Texas Orthopedics. That's mm-hmm. texasorthopedics.com. That's right. Nice. Dr. Dr. Mystery remembered Great that plug. for you. Yeah. Thank you. And what's your phone number, Dr. Goldberg, if they want to call to make an appointment? 512-439-1000. That was a good test. Yeah, thank you. We'll Very have good. all this on our Facebook page, too. So Armor Men's Health Facebook page. But remember to email us at armormenshealth at gmail.com and visit us at armormenshealth.com. And we will be right back. Dr. Mystery wants to hear from you. Email questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com. We'll be right back with the Armor Men's Health Hour 